there's a reason Prairie Gardens plant experts are so darn good and how they always seem to answer your garden questions and ask you the right ones too. For them, gardening is really both their labor and their love. And why, when they're not helping you with your garden, you can often find them working in their own. It's that kind of gardening experience you'll experience here. Prairie Gardens, when you just can't wait to garden. Springfield and Duncan, Champaign. Well, good morning. I'm Tamara McDaniel, broadcasting live from Prairie Gardens for Coffee with the Plant Experts. Join us if you can. We're at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign at the corner of Springfield and Duncan. Or you can join us by phone. You can call in at 356-9397-356-WDWS. Or you can even text us your questions or comments at 351-5357. We have our plant experts standing by, Marianne Metz. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning, Marianne. And good morning, John Weisgard. Morning, Tamara. All right. And Steve Brown uh, is uh, on uh, sabbatical, I understand, for okay. this week. We can call it that. We'll call it that. Okay. Yeah. And then Ed Kelly, unable to join us because he is playing it safe and going uh, going away from his home. Not waiting Because home he lives in hurricane. Florida. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> He's running away from Irma. That's pretty smart. Okay. I think so, too. I mean, what kind of damage, I can only imagine, could a hurricane do on plants? I can't, well, on plants, oh I mean, my gosh, yeah. Let alone the people, yeah, but yeah. and the buildings and everything, yeah. It's just, yeah, total, total devastation. Right. You, you've, it looks like trees that are, have just gone through uh, a bombing or something. There's just nothing left of them but a stick sticking up out of the ground. Oh. And a lot of trees in Florida are such uh, shallow-rooted that they can blow over. I didn't even think about that. Sure. Especially when the water, or the ground's saturated with water. So. Okay. It's kind of a weird thing to go through. Yeah. And we'll sure, sure all our thoughts and prayers are down there with those Absolutely. folks. Absolutely, yeah. yes. Yeah. Well, uh, 356-9397. This is Coffee with the Plant Experts. And we are now into September. I think I checked, and we are just shy of two weeks away from the official start of fall. of fall yes right yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so what do you think of when you think of fall let me tell you <laughs> what do you think of marianne when you well, think of fall i can't help it because i'm sitting here facing all this this absolutely beautiful color fall planting bulbs planting bulbs in the fall that's when you plant the the bulbs that flower in the spring they get planted in the fall and they came in last week mm-hmm. boy they and sure did man is it beautiful you have a great selection it's a fantastic selection yeah yeah and uh, you want to come early and get them because yeah. they sell out quickly absolutely even though you're not ready to quite plant them yet but it's time to have them right there ready when you want to do it to have the selection that you want absolutely yeah yeah because i'm guessing the narcissus probably sell the most are they the most popular what would you say would be the most popular red tulips yep, red tulips I think tulips yeah. okay <laughs> yeah that's a good point I, we people were were grabbing them out of the crates as john and i were trying to unpack them wow they were so anxious to get uh, get a hold of uh bulbs so it's that time of year well good it is. and we have some cool ones that are already combined for you so you don't have oh, to yeah. think really? uh color combinations of of um you know tulips and and um hyacinth or tulips and daffodil and that type of thing so so it's 
just some stunning combinations so that you don't have to oh, think, oh, yeah. what's going to look the best together? Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Because then I can overthink it. Uh, yeah, you know, that's easy to do. Yeah. You look at this box, and, you know, they have beautiful uh, photographs on the front of, the, of each box. So there's no question about what color it's going to be. So you're looking at them, and you think, oh, this looks nice on well, that one. And then, well, there's another one. There's another one. And, oh, gosh. Pretty right. soon you've got 20 different I ones want, that you've just got to have. I need, I and need. how do you put them together? Yeah. yeah. So I'm looking over your shoulder, and there's a beautiful white tulip with um, uh, mascari, um, grape hyacinth. Mm-hmm. What a beautiful, striking combination. That truly is. Or the, the daffodil that has kind of a yellowy-pink center uh, trumpet and a pink tulip to, to go with it. Just stunning combinations. Oh, absolutely. And one of my favorites, the, the alliums. Oh, yeah. Which, you know, everybody sees them when they're, when they're out in their glory in June, and then they're like, Oh, I want to get, I want to buy those, and, but no, you got to plant them this fall. You got to wait till September. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so you can't have patience. You got to have patience. For That's that cool. It's just a, it's just a stem with a, with basically it's a ball on top. Yep. 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 And you know when it gets done blooming, then you get your spray can out and spray it, oh, whatever Marianne. color you want. Well, duh. <laughs> yeah. The flower when it when it when it's done, it just kind of dries up. Okay. On the allium, and it's that big ball of just stuff. You know, it's just, it's really cool. It, structurally, it's really neat. I mean, the color's fabulous when it first comes out. But, you know, it, and, and it weeks before it finishes. But it's like, that's, that's really neat. I really like that in the garden. So I've I've You have those, really painted them before. I've cut them off before and painted them whatever color I wanted and then stuck them back in the garden. It's really fun. You can do that to a lot of things, actually. I think aqua would be pretty cool. I actually, it was one of my first colors. Oh, nice! Nate. Yeah. So, so they're basically giant onion onion blossoms. <laughs> that's, that's what they are. It's like onions. Yeah. No kidding. Our onions are alliums. That I did not know. Yeah. Okay. So when or imagine an oversized uh, dandelion. Ooh, there there's go. a good analogy. <laughs> that's, that's what, yeah. All righty. Yeah. But when you're planting bulbs, what are some things to keep in mind? Like how 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 specifically do you want to prepare your soil, and how far down do you want them to go? Are they bulb specific in depth? Yes, uh, requirements a- absolutely, and that's something you, that's on every package or every box that you that you look at. It will tell you how deep to plant them. Um, all bulbs like pretty well drained soil. If it's not well drained, then they they typically rot mm-hmm. in the grounds, mm-hmm. and it's very disappointing. So, yeah, have a nice workable soil, just like you'd prepare any garden bed, you know, like we always tell people, yeah. mix in that compost and make it nice and, and friable. And then they, it's just a general rule of thumb to plant them three times deeper than the bulbs are wide. So oh. if it's a one inch wide bulb, you plant it three inches. If it's a three inch wide bulb, you have to go down nine inches. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it, it'll actually tell you that on on the package. But it does tell you that you know, on the package. General Good. general rule: tulips are usually about eight inches deep. Yep. So, so yeah. Okay, and then after you plant them, you don't want to encourage growth just yet, right? Right. Uh, so, do you not worry about watering them? Do you just kind of bury them and forget them? I don't. Do you water after you plant? I don't. I don't usually either. Okay. Because usually you can count on fall is usually a little more moist time of the year, so. We usually get enough rain to sustain them. Okay. Yeah, and then there's things to consider uh, about, especially tulips and other small bulbs. Our friends, the squirrels, like to 
oh. get in, you know, especially where you've made a fresh bed and, and all the soil is all nice and soft where they can get in and dig around. And so you want to, that's where the depth comes into it, part of it. But uh, sometimes you might want to put some repellent around or sometimes if you know you've got a lot of squirrels, uh, get out the chicken wire and lay it over the top of where you planted and secure it down so it discourages them from digging. Okay. And didn't Jack tell us also, Jack DeVruman, who will be here in several weeks, right? Um, that if you plant them a little bit deeper, it's not going to hurt them. Right. But it will discourage squirrels even more. Oh, yeah. good. Yeah. So that I thought that was a, a really good thing to know because yes. I didn't realize that. I just thought squirrels would, you know, they'd, they'd dig to the center of the earth if they needed to. So. <laughs> so <there's laughs> Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they have to they have to get ready for their hibernation and Yeah, whatever. Three five six nine three nine seven. You're listening to Coffee with the Plant Experts, live from Prairie Gardens. Your mom selection gorgeous. Oh, is it not stunning? It truly oh, is. Gosh. And I'm glad that you have some that have come down to four ninety seven a pot. Those four ninety seven pots are just crazy. Oh my gosh, they 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 are they're a ten or fifteen dollar plant easily, and yes. they're five dollars. Yeah. They're huge. Four ninety seven, just yeah. incredible. Yeah. I believe that absolutely beautiful. The uh, the now one just a couple weeks ago when you first started bringing them out, the yellows were just popping and vibrant, yeah. which they still are. Yes, the rust colored ones were not quite ready yet yep. to bloom, and now oh my goodness, they are just in full bloom and. Stunning, isn't it amazing? Yeah. So you know when um, Linda has labels on them that say early, mid, and late. So you know if you if you buy an early and a mid and a late, they may be different colors, but still you'll have color for a long time that way. So conceivably you get a couple weeks, maybe three, if if we have cool enough weather. And we we pretty much have lately. Nights yeah. have been great. Yeah. You can get that long out of one plant. Absolutely. Wow, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it is. Okay, good. Cool beans. I then, I particularly like the red the red ones. It's one of my favorites. I are gorgeous. That. Yeah. Yes. And the purple. And the purple is pretty. Purple is yeah, beautiful. Yeah, it's hard to decide, isn't it? It is hard to decide. You're <laughs> and right. And then there's the white that really jumps out at just like the yellow. That Those yes. light colors yeah. really just fly just out pop. at you. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Good point. But on top of the mums, you have plenty of other color out there. Oh, yeah, honey. And... Uh, I'm going to have to refer to my notes to remember what all I saw. You're so good. You make notes. Wow. Yeah, I I take photos. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we have great. She's like, oh, yeah, I have to talk about that. We have the great, great, great annuals that we can revive our our pots right now our oh containers gosh, yeah. you know in addition to the chrysanthemums we have the kale and cabbage which mm-hmm. is which is so cool the kale and, is beautiful and yes. you know the cooler it gets the more colorful it is yep you know and that's you're going to have that all the way up through thanksgiving or oh, later seen, sometimes i've seen that up into the beginning of the year before oh absolutely it's yeah. just great stuff yeah for both kale and cabbage uh-huh. yeah uh-huh. nice yeah thrives on the cool weather uh we have the the black-eyed susan those are beautiful annual type the, that great the one, yellow yeah, the ones that are not hardy correct yeah but and have a lot of color we have okay. some really neat uh celosias with the with the red red almost like a flame top which is really yeah. neat yes yes yeah I'm looking through. I pansies. think I got a picture of those. Pansies. 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 Lots of yep. pansies. 
the and uh, what is fall without pansies? Well, and the pansies were at like six ninety nine or five ninety nine for their their big a jumbo six pack or it's it's labeled as ginormous ginormous, ginormous six yes. pack. Yeah. That's it. Yes, and stunning colors in in just the pansies alone. Oh just, yeah, you have the yellows, reds, blues. What's and the then the purple called? The plectranthus. The uh, Mona Lavender. Oh, Mona Lavender, yeah. yeah. It's a Plectranthus, but yeah. but it has such rich color. It's just beautiful. And the leaves, I love the leaves on it. It's very cool. Yeah. And then if you don't want to plant your own, we have some really cool combinations already planted. Oh, yeah. Um, great ones in uh, just some terracotta pots or also uh, this cute little, it's like called a peck basket. It's a, it's like a little bushel basket. Yeah, it's like a little woven yep, a bushel basket, yeah. yeah. Except it's not a bushel. It's like a, pro, uh, like <laughs> okay. a produce basket, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, really cute. But re- yes, very cute. Lots of color. And uh, and set nice it on to your porch or on your patio table sure, where absolutely. you can see it. Right. And then you buy the cool gourds and heirloom gourds and pumpkins and and add that extra color. It yes. Just really pops. And the tiny ones are only sixty nine cents a piece. Isn't that right. isn't that cool? And you have some really cool looking uh, they're, gourds. They are so weird. They're so colorful. They're so they're just neat texture. Yes. Shapes colors it's just really fun i love those gourds that we got in that are dried already and, and carved oh, yeah. there's three of them in a package right. and they're just these neat little teardrop shaped gourds and probably about five inches and each one of them is already cut it's dried uh-huh. and cut into a, a, a pumpkin face oh and there's cool. three of them in a package for um it's like twelve dollars twelve dollars yeah. yeah but they're i so i envision cute. i have this cool uh old wooden bowl Oh, and I can just see those sitting in that. Oh, for sure. You know. Absolutely. So, you know, fall is my favorite season. I, mean, I like Christmas. I love Christmas, but fall is my favorite. I, there's good reasons for that. I'll tell you what, there's just so much color, so much life going on. And it's, I, I hate to say this, but it's such a relief. Oh, it's over from the heat. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Oh. Yes, actually, yes. Yeah. <laughs> totally. You know, it's watering it's, every day. <laughs> water. Oh, that's a good point. It's it's the end of 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 one season, but it's the beginning of, of another. Where where you know all the everything's kind of shutting down for for you know the summer, but but you still get you get the reward of all the the harvest of the pumpkins and the you know everything. You still get all that great color. You know, it's just I love it. Right. And while we're mentioning the combination plants out there, uh, you had some beautiful ones with, with uh, peppers all ready to go oh, in Oh, the there. ornamental peppers. The peppers, oh, peppers forgot are those. beautiful. Oh, my gosh. We got in such a nice uh, selection uh, the other day that had, I think, five different kinds or five different varieties. Wow. And, and one of them uh, is just the coolest looks like a little a little flame a little fat flame it has three different colors of peppers different stages of ripening okay. on one plant it just was so colorful i could hardly believe it then there's always the purple leafed ones or the purple and white the purple with white variegation leafed Ooh. that they usually typically have um, purple fruit that ripen to red how dramatic would that be you know? that is dramatic yeah that's yeah. really and cool. colorful yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely yeah and what were you going to say about why fall is your favorite time, John? Marianne kind of took over. What's well, okay. No, it's fine. I, like I, I have, that's fine. Like I have want to do. No, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Go for it. But I'm kind of curious about John. You said fall is your favorite time of year. It is. I I love all the colors because orange is one of my favorite colors. Orange, rust, and red. Okay. All those colors are my favorites, other than blue. But 
Marianne is gagging about the blue, but 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 all those colors really pop off of blue. They all yes, yeah, because you know blue is one of the primary colors. Orange and blue. Yeah. Not getting better than that. Well, yeah. Oh, there's an orange and blue chair out there. You should get it. Oh, the Adirondack <laughs> folding oh, one. Oh, isn't that fun? Oh, I just have to notice that. Isn't that fun? It's well, it's cute and it's usable and it's functional. Absolutely. If you want to take it to a tailgate, you fold it right up and I, it's comfortable. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and it's already orange and blue. Yeah, Who can go. beat it? You can't. Absolutely, you can't. Absolutely. <laughs> three five six nine three nine seven. This is Coffee with the Plant Experts live from Prairie Gardens, and yet we mentioned pumpkins earlier. Yes. You guys have lots of pumpkins uh, of just about every size that's out there. And you have a really neat display that has a variety of pumpkin jack-o'-lantern carving tools, I guess I should say. And stickers if you don't want to mess with anything sharp. Right. Right. Uh, And uh, so I just wanted to mention that really uh, quickly, too. Bunches of fun stuff. So And and so if, if you're buying this fresh produce as we call it now, uh, to extend its life, uh, you can, you know, try to try to, you know, what happens to those when you put them outside? Oh, the squirrels get them. Yeah. Excuse me. Exactly. <laughs> T- to keep them from from sharing or putting holes in it. So does it actually work? You, what do you put out of? It's oh. a, a spray, a spray varnish. Just a spray or varnish. Lacquer. Right. Yeah. If you don't like the shiny, there's matte, matte or satin sure. finish, you know, okay. but it really, it really does work. The squirrels won't eat through that. It's for some reason, it's, it's huh. a deterrent for it them. Tastes icky, huh. apparently. Icky. Good thing. Thank yeah. you for that tip. I will and just do it really heavy. I will use <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> spray, 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 spray. Three, You're listening to Coffee with the Plant Experts live from Prairie Gardens, and we will be back in moments. To anyone else, it's a ticket stub. To you, it's first row seats at the last concert of your favorite band. And the blind date with a funny smile who became your best friend for life. At Prairie Gardens, we see the big picture and we give it the perfect frame. Hand selected, custom cut, and ready in as little as three days. Prairie Gardens Custom Framing. Frame the moments that matter. Welcome back to Coffee with the Plant Experts, live from Prairie Gardens, uh, here on Newstalk 1400 WDWS. We have uh, Marianne Metz and John Weisgarver as our experts today, and uh, Ed Kelly taking a break due to the hurricane down in Florida, and, uh, and of course, Steve is on sabbatical this week, we're saying. <laughs> we're saying, yeah. Yeah, sounds good. So, so before anything else is said, can I talk about a little bit about what's on sale in the, on the uh, shrub lot and in the Cravo? Absolutely. All of our perennials are on sale. And you know what? If, if yeah. you have, and, and John does have a lot of space to fill up, now is the time to do it. Um, perennials, uh, most of them are 60% off. Some are still only 25%. But 25%, that's... That's that's still a big savings. That is a big savings. Absolutely. Yeah. And and our trees and shrubs, they're all on sale. So, you know, there's yep. some excellent buys out there. And we just 
just we don't have a great selection, but we still have an, a nice selection. Plenty, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it 30, is totally 40, the, 50, 60 percent off. Absolutely, yeah. it is totally the time to to buy stuff. And it's you, still you safe have, to plant those mm, oh, right now. Oh, right? yeah. Okay. This is a great time to plant trees and shrubs and perennials. Absolutely, it is good. Well, it's so great because we're not uh, having all that heat right. during the daytime and oh. stressing everything out. So good point. Yeah. So it's just a matter of keeping up with the water because we're not having an especially big water season. But uh, you know, just just water like you normally would, and it's they don't go through the stress that they do in the summertime. That's great. Uh, yeah, yeah. And and basically, you're getting those roots established so that in the spring the plants can take off even quicker. Yeah, but there, yeah, but there is still time for the roots to establish before we get oh, into yeah. winter. Oh, for sure. Oh, okay, yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, they don't quit working. Well, let's go to the phones, 356-9397, where Jeanette joins us. Good morning, Jeanette. Hi, good morning. What a glorious what? day to be planting. It totally it is. fantastic. Yes. Absolutely. Definitely. Well, okay, so I have questions. Actually, first of all, thank you for answering my questions about getting my hibiscus bushes in containers to bloom better. Uh, ah. Bloom, was it bloom, not buster, Bloom Blaster Booster. 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 Bloom Blaster Booster. Bloom Blaster Buster. Yeah. <laughs> it works, Bloom. doesn't it? Yes, it did. It really did. So at least now I know what color my three hibiscus are. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm thinking I'm going to have to bring them back into the house, to, you know, in the in the fall. And now I'm concerned about when to trim them in order to get them to bloom even better next year. So is there... Uh, best time to uh, cut them back, one, to get them into the house, and then two, to um, hopefully encourage them to do their blooming sooner next year. I, I can totally identify with the issue about flowering. I have a hibiscus that I've kept for several years now. I just love the color of it. I knew the color of mine, though. That's why I kept it. <laughs> and I, I take it in in the fall, um, and I usually take it in when it's pretty cool out so that it, it actually starts to go into its dormancy cycle. They don't t go totally dormant because they're they're tropical. They, they grow continuously, but... Um, so it's it's just slowed down a lot, you know. It's just quit flowering, and I quit fertilizing it if I were you, your your hibiscus, okay. so that it doesn't uh, for force on more flower bulbs for, or buds for the season. But um, so in in uh, mid late October, just before we started having frosts, um, I, I prepare get ready to take it in, which you hose it down so you get some of the, the bugs off of it. Then use a contact spray so that it it gets any of the remaining bugs on it off or kills them and then use a systemic on on top of the soil um then i trim it back and then i take it inside okay good so, okay, so i i'd say you got about another month before you really have to do it if you feel like you need to do it before then and of course that all depends on what the weather is so you know just watch the weather and make sure that it's not going to be down to 30 degrees because that would be very un unpleasant for the the plants but yeah. i am so tickled that they bloom for you that's, that's great. great yeah 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 i appreciate that advice and um so uh, i guess i'll probably call you in the spring and let you know how it turned out so thank you well, good yeah. Yeah, go ahead, Marianne. Uh, I was gonna, just going to mention that in the spring, now, mine didn't even start blooming until about three weeks ago, which really 
distressed me. I thought I'm going to go through a season without any flowers. Um, and then I followed my own advice. I started fertilizing. <laughs> Duh. Um, so I, I believe that what I'm going to do in the spring is start fertilizing maybe a little bit early, um, maybe in April, late April, start mm-hmm. fertilizing in the house. So it starts getting really stimulated. And then, you know, in the next two or three weeks after that, um, we'll be able to take it out. You know, usually in the uh, first part of May, you can go outside with those kinds of plants. But if you start getting it really stimulated and you don't don't even have to use the bloom booster, I I just do just a, a... any kind of a, a miracle Just grow. a balanced. Yeah, yeah, a balanced fertilizer. Yeah. Just to get it moving along and getting really strong. Then after you take it outside and it's adjusted to being outside, then start use, using your bloom booster. And hopefully you and I can have flowers earlier next year. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. That's the goal. Well, I appreciate your advice. Thank you very much. Good Not luck. a problem. Thanks for calling in, Jeanette. Enjoy the garden today. Yes, we have gorgeous weather. Oh, my gosh. You know, it, yeah. It, and speaking of that systemic insecticide, yes. I think it's really not too too soon to start that. Oh, no, oh, I mean, systemic. that's a good good one to start because, Absolutely. Uh, you know, you can get start it working before. Exactly. Because it takes a little while for the plant to draw it into its system. But uh, it's an eight-week duration for the, for that product so so i think now you could start that and get a little jump ahead absolutely and uh, you know then do it again you know in eight weeks when you start to bring them in absolutely huh well maybe not eight weeks well yeah ish ish <laughs> ish <laughs> yeah i don't think we have that long oh, we don't. <laughs> okay but you're saying uh, go ahead and add the systemic and then wait a few weeks and do it again or well well you should would you do it more frequently than that no no you want to do it according to the package directions and they do but say eight weeks but if you start it but if you start it now you're getting a jump on your insect control right before it's brought into the house you know like marianne said then we're going to do the hose it off. Then we're going to use the topical spray also. So then once we bring it in, after our eight weeks, you could you could do it again indoors. Okay, I see. So if you start it now, you're not actually taking bugs inside. You ever taken a houseplant inside, and then a couple of days later, you've got all these things flying around, and you're, you're oh, batting sure. at them. And yeah. oh, so sure. it's like, yeah. you know, yeah. if, if you do, if you follow those those three steps, and and I, I, that's such a good idea to start now, John. That's, that's that's so great. So if you start it now, they're they're already being uh, eliminated, or or uh, the population is being cut back, so that you're not actually taking them inside in the first place. You know, and that's not something I had even stopped to think about the population. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there'll be there'll be you know eggs for sure. Sure, right. So yeah, and yes, and you're going to take some of the unhatched eggs in on, on something, surely. But okay. yeah. um, if you start now, the the population will be diminished enough that you perhaps won't take nearly as as many, and it won't be such an ordeal to deal with them um, when you've actually taken all your houseplants in. Okay, good. Well, speaking of houseplants, while yes. we're on that subject, yes. you had a shipment in of houseplants, and I just wanted to mention that that shipment was gorgeous, oh, and you yeah. still have some great plants back there. Yes, there are. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. lots of fairy gardening plants, too, that I yeah. appreciate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so if I just don't feel like pulling the systemic and all of that work and everything, I, I might just buy new. <laughs> <laughs> From here. Hey, I, I like I like how she thinks. Yeah. 
Well, I have this cool cool planter by my back door that it's it's all tropicals. It's a bird nest fern, it's a it's a, a elephant ear, cochlasia, oh, wow. uh a fern, and I'm thinking, boy, that would be really nice to take it inside, but I'm just kind of like, well, uh, <laughs> where am I going to put it? Yep. And, uh, you know, yeah. Yeah. I totally, oh, yes. totally understand yeah. the syndrome. Where are you going to put it? I hadn't even thought about that yet. Yeah. Yep, start planning for that, I guess. Yeah. So I, I think, I, let's I, move on and put some pumpkins and yeah, pansies <laughs> and <laughs> kale and stuff. Yeah. You know. Something Let's get fresh. that fall look going. Something different. <laughs> right. Three five six nine three nine seven. This is Coffee with the Plant Experts live from Prairie Gardens, and uh, uh, the fairy gardening items that you have here. You got in a bunch of new Halloween decor items oh, for fairy gardens. Are those not adorable? I love the Dia de los Muertes. Uh, oh, geez. skeletons. Yes, and. And fairy skeletons. <laughs> <It's just> <laughs> <laughs> I, some of the skeletons have wings. That just cracks me up. And they're but they're beautiful, and they have uh, roses in their hair and whatnot. But you also have some darling little pumpkins that are to scale. Oh yeah, uh, and uh, uh, which. Which legs that you can have sticking out of the ground, which hats, which brooms. Gravestones. Gravestones. Yes. Yes. Oh, there's just little fairy sized skeletons that if, if you need it for Halloween, we got it. Right. Prairie Gardens really always has a great well, fairy garden selection, I think. It does indeed. It's one of the better ones in town. Absolutely. Better ones in anywhere I've seen. Yeah. Honestly. But yeah, so yes, Halloween, definitely in the fairy garden section. But also, like right when you walk into the store, you will see just some terrific decorations that you guys already have on sale. Uh, isn't, have, isn't that just crazy? Yes. I, I, I love it myself. And isn't as a, it as October a yet? As it's a already shopper. on sale. But, yeah. I love that. I know it. <laughs> Talk about getting a steal. No uh. kidding. <laughs> and a great look at the same time. Yes. Fun Absolutely. Stuff. Very cute, fun stuff. And, yeah. and, and uh, small child friendly not any of the scary, icky, you morbid looking you really items. Have, you have a, a, a real eye for that because you have, have had to deal with that for years with, yes. your fam- with the family member. Yes, my I think family loves Halloween. Really <laughs> interesting uh, concept to, to try to work around um, somebody's phobia or fear. Yes. You know? it, it's if. Yeah. And we have some really actually cool uh, actual home decor type Halloween things too. Sure. Which is which is cool because you can decorate for Halloween, but it, as you said, it's not as scary. So I think that's really yes, neat. Yes, they are. Yeah, they're more cute for like the smaller kids or or kids. That and or just, then there's people some adult like things too. Things. Oh, totally, absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't adult like scary. Things. Yeah. <laughs> the um, w- but you know, along those f- lines, I love the. Uh, they have a variety of signs, you know, like trick or treat and whatnot. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they have yeah. clothespins. You you put Halloween pictures on them from previous years, uh-huh. so you can show off the kids in previous costumes. Isn't that fun? Yes, <laughs> yes, it's fun. It totally is. Absolutely, it absolutely. Is. And I get to pull out some of mine, you know, from <laughs> years past, and show the grandkids what I looked like when I trick or treated, dressed as witchy poo or whatever. Witchy poo. <laughs> Yeah. How cute. <laughs> so so should we talk about what we should be doing in the garden right now? Why not? What are you doing, by I'll the way? I'll tell you what. Let's go ahead and hold that thought. We'll take a quick break. Okay. We'll come back. We'll find out what we should be doing in the garden. And uh, also take another listener's phone call here. Okay. It's okay, Coffee cool. with the Plant Experts, live on WDWS. 
There's a reason Prairie Gardens plant experts are so darn good and how they always seem to answer your garden questions and ask you the right ones too. For them, gardening is really both their labor and their love. And why, when they're not helping you with your garden, you can often find them working in their own. It's that kind of gardening experience you'll experience here. Prairie Gardens, when you just can't wait to garden. Springfield and Duncan, Champaign. News Talk 1400, WDWS, Champaign-Urbana. This is Coffee with the Plant Experts, live from Prairie Gardens. Let's go back to the phone lines where Becky has been patiently waiting. Good morning, Becky. How can we help you today? Good, good morning. I have a question about hydrangeas. I have uh, two red cardinal hydrangea plants that face north, um, and I've tried everything. I get one bloom um, out of one plant. So my question is, do I trim it down this fall uh, before spring, or how do I? I mean, I've done everything. I've tried everything, so except for trimming it in the fall. Is it, uh, Becky, a, a paniculata, or do you know what uh, species of, of hydrangea it is? I just know it's called the red cardinal um, hydrangea. Um, I'm just, I'm not sure. I just know that it gives me one bloom every year. Have you um, amended your soil at all? Do you put put any kind of fertilizer or compost or anything? Right. Or on yes, the plants? I do You've in the spring. That. That's good. Uh-huh. Oh, that's perfect. Absolutely. That's good. Um, My my very first thought is that facing north, it probably maybe isn't getting quite enough sunlight. Okay. Is that probably, because where the bloom's at is getting sun from the east in the morning. Uh Uh-huh. So it sounds like maybe I should move them. It might want a a little more light than that. Typically, don't you think, John, that a lot of hydrangeas, if they don't have quite enough sunlight, that 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 really diminishes the flowering capacity? Absolutely, yes. Uh, And then... Uh, sometimes trimming, uh, tri- trimming. Uh, it's we're almost to the point where we want to do as minimal pruning on hydrangeas as possible. Okay. Uh, because they don't trim or do trim. Do not. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what what happens sometimes? You're even though they say they'll bloom on new and old wood and uh-huh. i have to look up to see this red cardinal one what it is uh it's is it a macrophylla type the round the round blossom is it a round blossom uh, yes. it's more okay. of a flat top it's got a flat top and oh, then like the, a, uh, like a, yeah and the, a, and the blooms are around the outer edge is what it is okay. so it's like okay. flat yeah I think all my other hydrangeas do great but this these two are just not performing yeah. Oh. Yeah. Sometimes, uh, sometimes, does it die back? Uh, does it die back over the winter? Does it die all the way to the ground and then come out at the base? No, it does... leaves the, the stems are still they're dry. You know, they're brown, mm-hmm. but they're still sticking up. So I've done both. I've either I've cut them down, let them grow back, and then I've just left them, thinking, well, maybe old stem. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But I get that one bloom. Yeah, I think I think it's the light. So we just need so, to move them then. So, so do we yeah, move them when, now or wait till spring? I think I'd wait. Uh, if you, you can move them in the fall, but I'd, I'd wait until they're they're a little more into their dormancy period. Oh, okay. Um, okay, right. Yeah. So maybe in about a month? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think in a month would be, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it, in, into October would be just fine. Um, okay. And just yeah. move it to a little more sunlight. Um, probably I wouldn't put it in, in um, sun all day long, but... Um, 
maybe a little more west sun if you can if you can manage that on the west okay yeah or a little that. more of the west sun just move it away from mm-hmm. the house a little bit or uh-huh. into some place it's just a, a slight more uh, not all day sun i don't i don't think you'd want that by any means but the right. macrophylla is typically like a little more sunshine okay okay i have one more question about in you guys talk about tulips um i have trouble with my tulips um you know get above the ground and then the rabbits start having a heyday. So, oh gosh! So we just cover them with wire until because then I have jagged leaves and just you know it's just no fun fighting the rabbits. Right? Over oh, for sure. Rabbits. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. You just got to be diligent about the repellents and and or the the wire, like you said, the chicken wire is a great. Yeah, just put something deterrent. around it to protect them. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. and there are repellents that you can use, Becky. You can, but you do have to be diligent about uh, respraying, because uh, any moisture will will dissipate it, and um, okay. it, it doesn't last for a long time. But I think it says it lasts for just over a week or so. But it you want to use it after, just when you're ready to go inside, because when when you first spray it, it smells like rotten eggs or, or a little bit worse than oh, that okay. if it's possible. Yeah. But the rabbits then then it, the, the the odor dissipates also, but it, the the oils remain so that the uh, rabbits uh-huh. learn to go somewhere else. That's the whole yeah. issue. And I've watched right. those those puppies go right over to my my tulips and just bite the heads off of them. It, oh. it, it's like they're just getting ready yeah. to open up. I just I hate that. And, yeah, you know, you're wanting to enjoy the beauty, but then the rabbits sure. enjoy it before you get to. Yeah, yeah. yeah or, so or, frustrating. Or they eat your leaves, you know. Or, or that. Yeah. Or, 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 or both. Yeah. 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 One, right. of the, yeah. one of the most effective uh, deterrents is, is actually it's fox urine. Uh, oh, yeah. It's oh, usually okay. available by grant in a granular form. Uh, uh-huh. We sell it here. Uh, the, the, our brand name oh, is okay. called Shake Away. Uh, uh-huh. And the liquid fence products are are pretty effective. Pretty also. good, also, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, great. Well, then we'll get some of that. Perfect. Yay! Okay. Good. <laughs> well, well, right. thank you so much. Appreciate good all luck. the uh, good advice. Okay, so, uh, thanks for calling in, Becky. All right, let's go back to the phone lines where Pat is standing by. Good morning, Pat. Good morning. Uh, I'm having the same problem Becky is. Oh, really? Um, Uh-oh. My, my dredges didn't bloom this year. Last year, they was really great. And we've been putting stuff on them and what have you, but they're just now dying back. They're turning brown, and we watered them. Well, I think the browning, that's just the it, the time of year. I think that that's just going to happen now. But you know what kind of um, hydrangeas they are? No, I don't. So, Are you pruning them at all? My husband does, yes. I, I would try not pruning them at all okay. uh, this season, just just in case, um, because well, it's possible that it's a species that it, it blooms on old wood. So if you if you prune back in the fall, you're cutting off any flowers for next year. Um, the thing of it is, we didn't plant them, but this rose moss, is that what you call it? Uh-huh. It, it has circled around it. We didn't uh-huh. even plant it. It was here when we came here 14 years ago. Sure. And we're still getting that all around it. And then I have uh, some irises and lilies down there by one of them, but the one's by itself. And it's not doing anything. Well, I, I try not pruning mm-hmm. because it's possible, like I said, that it's one of those that blooms on old wood. 
uh, so if you're pruning in the fall or in the spring, you're cutting off the flowers. So that's just, just one thought. And the other one would be if, if you would just maybe um, fertilize with uh, compost or something, something gentle. Okay. Um, that sometimes works. And what's, what about sun? What about your sun levels? The east one gets sun pretty much all day. Yeah. And that's the one that does the best. And then the west exactly. one, the neighbor put up some trees, so there's times that it doesn't, it doesn't get the west sun. And that's the one that's not blooming so well? Neither one of them are. Oh, neither one of them. <laughs> Well, I I would I would they got you know they got pretty good size and had blooms on them and this year we had nothing. It does sound like maybe yeah just give it a break then certainly don't prune it. I I I think the pruning is one of the uh, maybe the bigger issues in this particular case. Usually, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just has see what Ed had to move. It it. It sounds like the one that's by your iris and things that it's maybe in the way. And if you do want to move it, I'd move it um, in the next few weeks, you know, into October. Um, otherwise, I would just leave it and not do anything to it at all, okay. the pruning anyway, but continue fertilizing like you have been. Has Ed had to leave? Oh, no. Well, because of Irma. He lives in Florida. Yeah. And so, yeah, he's taking refuge. <laughs> yeah, we have a granddaughter in Savannah, Georgia, and a brother-in-law, uh, Jim's brother's down there on Skidaway Island off of Savannah, and they've, they're gone. Oh, good. I'm glad they're playing it safe. Yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah, well, Pat, too. Thanks so much for okay, calling Okay, thank in. you. Sure. Have a wonderful weekend. All right, 356-9397. This is Coffee with the Plant Experts, and uh, I think we have time for one last caller. Ken has been waiting patiently. Good morning, Ken. Yeah, this must morning. This must be hydrangea day. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, I was just curious. You know, I've called before, and I got a, like a real kind of hydrangea of some sort, and, and, I, and I only had one bloom one year <laughs> for, from just one of the plants. Huh. I, I, you was saying somebody was putting a, their plant in a in a pot and it really bloomed. Is that yeah. is that an option or who was that then? Jeanette. She said she never got so many blooms. Is that an option? It could be if you have the a proper place to winter it over. And usually the the issue with wintering over. No, I mean just no, I mean just do it. I'm gonna just do it in the spring. Oh, just to keep pot. it through the the season. Yeah, I, I absolutely. If you put it in a big enough pot to allow the uh, the root growth and and nutrient uptake, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think I'll just wait till just leave it alone until till uh, spring, and then and, what and time? What time would be the best time? I'd do it pretty early. Mm -hmm. early yeah, I would too. But March, early April, before it starts breaking leaf bud. And, you know, that way you could move it anywhere you wanted to in the in the yard to get and different uh, sun exposures. That's a great idea. It was really great when I got it. It was in a pot, so maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take it back to the pot, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll give, it, I'll give that a shot, and we'll see what happens. <laughs> well, good luck with that. Let us know. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Ken. Our Coffee with the Plant Experts, live from Prairie Gardens. Real quick, you wanted to cover uh, just a few tips as to what we should be planning for for fall? 
Well, we've talked about several of them, but getting your tulips and getting your, your place ready. Um, even, even if you don't want to plant now, which is probably not a good idea, I'd probably wait a few more weeks before planting just to let it cool mm-hmm. down a little bit more. Um, but take take sticks or flags or something and mark the places you want to put them so that you can place them around perennials and not dig into perennials when you're planting tulips. That is I a have good done that suggestion. so many times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whoops, I, didn't, I forgot that was there. <laughs> <laughs> but if you take something and mark it, it doesn't have to be something real obnoxious. Even if it's plastic um, kitchen uh, for utensils, forks and knives and stuff, oh, yeah. just place those in the ground You oh. know, so where you want bulbs. Okay. That's great advice, Marianne. Well, you've been listening to Coffee with the Plant Experts live from Prairie Gardens, and we have our music wrapping us up. So I will say thank you for listening. We've had uh, a big thanks to Marianne Metz and John Weisgarver for uh, being our experts today and answering all of our questions, and we'll be on again next week. Uh, I believe we are going to be early next week because of an Illinois volleyball game beginning at 9.30. So Coffee with the Plant Experts next week at 7.15. Email your questions to plantexperts at wdws.com. Have a great weekend.